Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Fanbytes, you love to see it. A podcast styled after a delightful neighborhood video store where a pair of wildly charismatic co hosts and guests rewatch old, old ish movies and give them fresh takes, but like in a fun way. Because we're not like every movie rewatch podcast. We, you know, we're a cool movie rewatch podcast. Thank you very much. And every month we pick a theme, every week we watch a movie, and then we decide where it belongs in our video store. If it's got a legitimate Lion heart, and therefore deserves to ascend to the hard target that is our staff pick shelf. If it did not retreat nor surrender, but also did not blow us away, therefore earns a spot on our totally cool middle aisle. Or if it got straight up derailed, and therefore gets sent straight to our dreary dumpster, where there's always an acquaintance from high school talking about how she became her own boss by selling overpriced, mildly mold infested makeup. And how now, for a modest fee of $5,000, you, lucky bitch, can do it too, girl boss. Working the counter today, we have yours truly, Danielle, beautiful butt shot, Riendo, and my fellow Van Damaged, Fernanda Splits and Jeans Praches. How are you today, Fernanda? I'm doing amazing. I can't do a split in, like, yoga pants, let alone in jeans, but that's the beauty of this month. It allowed us to dream. Yeah. And dream we did. And we're doing something a little bit different today. Uh, This is a little bit, it's gonna be a little bit of a shorter show, but that's okay. You know, short, but sweet, you know, kind of like maybe a little bit like Van Damme himself, maybe a little short, maybe a little sweet. It's all right. It's going to be great. We're going to have a good time. Instead of picking a movie and doing what we normally do, we have a bonus episode for you here today. We are recapping our adventures of January with Three each, so both of us have picked our favorite Jean-Claude Van moments from a month of watching his filmography. (laughs) We might overlap, we might not. This is a surprise to both of us. So each Mm -hmm. of us picked a selection of three favorite Van Damme moments, and we're going to talk about them. And Fernanda, I would love for you to go first. What was one of your favorite moments in in this Jean-Claude Van January experiment that we did? I'll start with an obvious one that yeah. I think might be an overlapping yeah. moment, but like I could not in good con. I try to be like the cool <laughs> hipster person who picks like non-obvious things. That's just me and my personality, but I couldn't in good conscience not choose the penguin. Oh my God. Scene. Yeah. That's my number one. <laughs> See, we, we had to, we had to, we couldn't, yeah. Not discuss this because this yep. is, I think, prime Vendem. Vendemness. Vendemnity. 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 
I don't know. Good. The proper grammar. Linguist. Please clarify this for us. But because you have the obviously the fighting, and it's a really good, well-directed, well-choreographed fight scene. You have the props because they're fighting in a kitchen. So they're using and they're utilizing the entire scenery, right? It's just very the whole thing is <laughs> very <true>. resourceful. <laughs> we have a giant penguin, uh, which is a lady in a penguin, in a pe mascot penguin outfit, which perfect. Again, perfect. Which which brilliant mind came up with this? I don't know. They deserve an award, an Oscar, a Pulitzer, a Nobel. I don't know. Give that person an award. <laughs> and then one of the most stupid deaths that's kind of like a <laughs> compound death because there's some strangulation and then the person dies inside of, uh, of an industrial dishwasher so i don't i couldn't leave it out danielle it's the perfect van damme scene yeah yeah absolutely um i also this was my number one and i i went real obvious and i'm so sorry i did three very obvious ones but again i'm only a blue belt you're the black belt here um <laughs> i i just to just to reiterate that and also just to undergird just what a beautiful and awesome scene this is. It also, I think, speaks perfectly to the beautiful, like, goofy excess of what sudden mm. death is, right? Again, yeah, you're right. great, truly great, underrated, goofy, excessive, wild, over-the-top action movie. Like, this scene has everything that makes that movie wonderful. It's got way, like, over-the-top violence. It's like creative violence, as you said, the use of props, but also like the whole space, that whole ass space. So many props, so many things going on. We even had a big question about like, how much would the punch really hurt if you're wearing that much foam on your head? Like so many questions, <laughs> so many layers, so many angles, so many things kind of going on there. But again, it just really speaks to why sudden death is so good. It's creative. It's over the top. It's hockey. And it's using all the elements. So yeah, absolutely great moment. Top is my number one pick. Couldn't think about anything else. Can't really think about anything else ever, really, because it is also uh, your Twitter. <laughs> because this moment uh, is occupying your, <laughs> your like it's living rent-free in your head. Absolutely. And I'm happy that it does. You know, honestly, I'm like <laughs> glad to have that as a roommate in my brain. So, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Let's uh, it. You do. You, let's. So, 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 so we're not cheating because, again, we haven't we don't know each other's. Yeah picks and there might be overlap. I want to hear from you first. Give me your second pick. Okay. I also, I, this is another obvious one, but hear me out. I, I had to pick the blood sport training montage sequence. Amazing. Uh, okay, it's just perfect. so epic. It's so formative and it has mm -hmm. all that texture. So again, I loved blood sport so much, not because it's like in itself perfect in any way, but it's so formative and it has such great texture. It is like mm -hmm. the ultimate 80s martial arts movie. It's doing so much with so little and it has all this texture that I could just eat it up. Like I could put that on in the background, even if I'm not fully engaged with it 100% all the time. And this would be mm -hmm. the texture I want in my life at all times. I want to feel this. I want to think about this. I want to think about the things that are happening here. And also I find it inspiring. Again, I, I'm a martial artist. I enjoy a good martial arts montage. It makes me want to go train or even do more cardio or do whatever. It's inspiring to an extent. It is. So that's, that's mine. That's like another really, really big one for me. It absolutely is inspiring. Like I watch this shit and I'm like, I'm going to go run three miles yeah! now. 
And it's like, <laughs> maybe not in the same level of athletic achievement as winning the Kumite, but like <laughs> within my reality, <laughs> I feel like it's, it's pretty comfortable. cool. That's pretty cool. Honestly, that made your day better. That made your life better. This scene exactly. made your life better. And what what more can we ask for from a, a piece of cinema, right? I will say, after we did that episode, I had brought to Mexico from home a poster of Bloodsport oh that I had oh never put up because it needed to be framed. <gasps> and we recorded the Bloodsport episode, and it's now framed and hanging on our living room. So oh it did inspire me. And while it didn't make my picks, I cheated and I did like a couple of honorable mentions. Hell yeah. Also for Bloodsport, I think there are two honorable mentions. The friendship between Jackson and Frank Dukes, obviously. Yes, yes. But also when the whole movie ends and that entire like absurdity we just witnessed, they claim, (laughs) they just roll the credits with a bunch of achievements from Frank Dukes and try to make us believe it's all real. It's amazing. (laughs) I feel like it's just such a nice little touch. I won't go too deep into it because we discussed that at length in the Bloodsport episode, but it made my honorable mentions. Uh, But I will say I also kind of cheated in my second pick because it's not necessarily a Venn moment. It is a Venn adjacent moment. Okay. And I have to nominate the Powers Booth villain. Oh my God, yes. Yes. He I mean, Lance Harrickson, don't get me wrong. Lance Harrickson's villain is amazing. A lot of layers, like a lot of just content. We talked about it on the Hard Target episode. Like a lot of juice to that character. Not taking anything away from them. We could do a compound villains category. But I just think Powers Booth as this cartoonishly evil person who is just so mean that he will offer alcohol and cigarettes to a child before (laughs) threatening to kill her and then plunges to his death in a helicopter (laughs) through the roof of a stadium. Going sideways. (laughs) In a perfect trajectory while making eye contact with the hero of the movie. With the wig? (laughs) How could I not, Danielle? How could I not? So yeah, my second uh, pick. I don't even remember the actual name of the villain because it, to me it's just Powers Booth now. Like <laughs> my mind is just like he's that guy. Unfortunately for him, I've equated <laughs> both things. That's just how much life he brought into it with that character. Yeah, and I like I can't think of it either. Is it like Hancock or Hawk or <laughs> Hunter? No I don't know. I have no idea what it is either. He's just so perfect in that role. Again, these are reasons why sudden death is like on our staff pick shelf. It might be, it might be one of my favorite movies that we've ever done since we had the rating system in place. Like for me, sudden death might be like the number one staff pick. I'm not going to lie. It's so good. It's so good. It is so good. Um, Fernanda, my third pick, Your third uh, pick. my third pick is I named myself this week for our bonus episode in honor of this. I chose, it's a brief moment. <laughs> it's a brief moment and it, it is soon covered <laughs> with briefs, but I picked the butt shot 
from Bloodsport. Now, not only, so, you know, Bloodsport and a few other movies that we've seen uh, with Jean-Claude have shown the cheeks. Or one cheek, maybe both cheeks, but often, you know, it's a nice shot of his absolutely pitch perfect butt. And I like all mm-hmm. kinds of butts. Again, I want to be very, very clear here. I don't, first of all, I'm not a pervert. And like, I think all kinds of butts are genuinely beautiful. I they just want to show appreciation for this butt right now. I just don't <laughs> want anybody to say I'm not being body positive because I'm very body positive and I like yeah. all kinds of butts. I just want to also show appreciation not only for the butt itself, but how it is framed and lit. <laughs> like, perfect lighting on that ass. Perfect framing. Like, genuinely, genuinely, like, artful butt shot. Absolutely beautiful. I almost went with the butt shot from Lionheart, uh, which was actually from Thanksgiving month, of course, not from yeah. uh, Jean-Claude Van January. But, like, again, with Bloodsport, formative. Very formative. And one of the best butt shots they've ever gotten, I think. Even even if, think. like, the butt shot would be repeated later in other movies that he had done with his perfect butt, this is just so well done and and such a great formative butt shot that it, that is my third pick for a favorite moment. It is. I will, I will agree with you. I'm also very body, uh, body positive person. I absolutely believe there's a time and place for every butt. I agree. Uh, all butts, like snowflakes, are beautiful mm-hmm. and special in their own little ways. Yep. Appreciate them all. However, I think there's also room to recognize that Vendem worked really hard on that butt. That, that butt. There was a lot, of, <laughs> lot of exercises, probably a lot of just like the proper eating. To Squat achieve. thrusts all day, all day long, all, day. all night. Yep. All day. Yep. Um, to achieve that, so I feel like it's fair for for us to recognize that it is a particularly uh, beautiful butt and that the shots were also beautifully made, very artistic. The lighting that had to go into them, the directing. So I don't think we're being we're being too horny by pointing that out, even though I am too horny by nature. I feel like that's a fair. <laughs> horny assessment. by nature. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and also that's extremely fair. You know, it's okay to be horny by nature and okay to understand how beautiful this butt is. Oh, um, right. I, I, so, so for my third, okay, before I do it, I'm going to rattle off another brief honorable mention. Please, yes. Uh, on Hard Target, when uh, we meet the adorable Uncle Duvet, I think was his name. Oh, yes. Uh, Brimley. Oh, yes. <laughs> and when Brimley. he gets, yeah. he gets like an arrow, but he survives because of his whiskey flask. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's yeah. an honorable mention that's of good. a moment. Because never have I felt more represented by <laughs> more seen. Uh, me and that character, we don't have a lot in common, uh, except that we might find ourselves in circumstances where our flasks save us. So I felt seen. I was going to go do like a very serious, like favorite moment because and choose the opening sequences because as I have spoken, like as a compound category, because I've, sure. I've spoken repeatedly throughout this month. I think all of the movies, except for maybe Sudden Death, we talked about how it can be a little triggering, and I don't think it necessarily yes. says that much. We kind of forget the opening sequence by the end of it. Sure. Uh, but the others like really, really did a good job of setting the tone. However, I have to go with my heart. 
and my heart cannot let go of that hard target scene in which a fucking cake with a fucking lit candle is placed <laughs> inside a drawer full of papers. I have not yet encountered reasonable explanations for that moment. I don't know if it's a John Woo thing, like, and if it is, please explain to me, and I'll gladly like listen if it, there's a philosophical thing behind it. If I am open to being like enlightened yeah. on this matter, but so far I remain puzzled flabbergasted and if i'm being honest like it was the thing that came to mind i was like i still I, that image is still in my head why did that happen did i imagine it did i imagine it danielle or was there an actual cake with a lit candle being no, placed inside happened. a drawer it, it really happened, happened right yeah i'm not it's real i'm not just imagining this because i'm at that point of obsession with this that i'm like is this a figment of my imagination Oh, no, it's, re it's real. It really <laughs> happened. And I absolutely think there's a cut of that movie where that character is a much bigger part of the movie. And like this scene is like all we get of her character, really. That and her, you yeah. know, of course, like arguing for uh, better autopsy and, and you know, mm -hmm. a little bit of justice, that type of thing. But like, and, be this and is being all we get because Natasha is fucking stupid. Right, exactly. And like, I really, I really like the detective character. Like, not that I'm not saying I like just, you know, like a cop or anything. It was just like she had an interesting character. There was something there that like clearly was on the cutting room floor. So it's like, what was going on with her? She was celebrating her birthday by putting the cake in the, in the drawer. She almost like burned down the whole place. Maybe that was the op. She's like a cop who doesn't believe in cops. And therefore, in a very artful sequence, she was doing a protest. She was protesting the cops by like creating a fire in, <laughs> I think this is it. There was, listen, that movie has some interesting stuff to say and some not horrible politics. So I'm just, I, it's not, it's not a complete reach. It's a reach, but there's some, you know, there's evidence. <laughs> Just like she <laughs> finds evidence later on of the murder. So see what I'm saying? Yeah. In Let my head narrative, that's yeah. the version I'm adopting. <laughs> yes. Now, which makes her even more of a hero. It makes her better. In my book. Yeah. So kind of. I don't know. Like, why would you? Don't. No. Okay. I, I, will, I will go with your version. Because I feel like I need peace. I need closure. Yes. Yes. It was her <laughs> act of protest. That's what it is. It's her act of protest. She was protesting corruption among the cops uh, by burning down a building. And the building was empty, apparently. Right, exactly. It was just her. So she's not even like, she's not even costing anybody. Like, it's just she's property. She's not even jeopardizing people's lives. It's just exactly. property. It's just so, property. It's just papers in a desk. It's okay. You know, it's going to be fine. Our detective I, I hero. Love it. I love it. Thank you, detective hero. Uh, and, <laughs> and Fernanda, thank you. Thank you for being here for Jean-Claude Van January. It has been an absolute treat and an absolute delight. Would you like to take us out and introduce our next month of content? Yeah, so... <sighs> Well, first of all, I need a moment just because this has been the best month and uh, <laughs> I, got to, <laughs> I got to live out my dream <laughs> just because of you and Paul who embarked on this yeah. with enthusiasm. Not just that, 
you guys were responsible for actually making this month happen because originally we were going to do Nin January. Yeah. And because I was being coy in my mind, I was like, nobody else wants to do oh, a January. Oh, That's just oh, me. I can't impose my whims on people. And you, you guys should. like really, really embrace my dreams with me. And I yeah. can thank you enough. I will get a shot of Vandom's butt, like screen grab it, print it in high resolution, frame it and send it to you, Danielle. Oh my God, that would be the best gift of my life. <laughs> as a token <laughs> of my appreciation. <laughs> but, but yes, this has been an amazing, amazing month. But it must come to an end, as all things do. And next month, uh, sorry, not next month, still this month. Next week, <laughs> we will be debuting a new theme. Um, one theme that is not going to be as kick-heavy as yeah. this, but I'm guessing it's going to be Jaws-heavy, mutilation-heavy, omelette-heavy, omelette omelet heavy i don't know uh and might be distressing to some viewers but uh we will enter aquarius month which we are officially calling you love to see it see it s-e-a it as in water see get it got it i know you got it you're smart you're listening to us i know brilliant name courtesy of our amazing producer paul tamayo but yes uh basically we will be debuting a new um water themed month um and a quick note about that we won't be coming back on thursdays as we normally do because we are switching dates so that episode which will be about the movie deep blue sea will come out on february 7th which is a monday so write that down you'll love to see it no longer coming out on thursdays and yet it will come out on mondays thus providing joy to your week a little earlier <laughs> thank us later <laughs> <laughs> amazing amazing gift um, if you would like to show us some support as we head into the second month of the year, you can do so by rating and reviewing our show on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast app you use. It's, again, a new year, so we'd love to see some uh, new reviews from you, and maybe we'll read some on the show. We would love that. You can also rate us on Spotify, because they also have introduced a rating feature that would really help us out. And you can also just talk to your friends about the show too it really helps uh get the word out about us uh you can join us in our movie club too if you are so inclined you can come by fanbyte.casa join the you love to see a channel for news updates discussions special events you can follow us on twitter i am at nandaprates underscore that's n-a-n-d-a-p-r-a-t-e-s danielle you are at danielle all right all right. Yes. And you can also find us at finbyte.com podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at finbyte media, Instagram, TikTok, wherever else. Wherever else you want. We're everywhere. We're omnipresent. And we will talk to you <laughs> next week again next Monday, not Thursday. And until then, you'll love to see you.